0: This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our Full Focus Planner annual subscriptions. Get a year's supply of Full Focus Planners to power a year of achievement at FullFocusPlanner.com. All great ideas. Do you want me to review verbs, the four questions? That's all four. Oh, we all, were they already? We did it. People are, their minds are already blown. They had to pull the car over. They're like, well, slow down, Professor.
1: Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet, so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Verbs, here with Blake Stratton. Blake. Verbs. What's going on, sir? Oh, I am
0: pumped, my friend. I am excited. It is a new year. Brand new. It's a, right it's out of the a new me. Right? That's, <laughs> new year, new works, year. right? that's how it works, it, right? It's a new year and then all of your problems go away, right? Nothing bad that happened in 2020. That can't, nothing's going to carry over, right? right. No, but for translate. real, Right. you listening to this podcast, oh, don't you love Mondays a little bit extra just because there is a new year on the calendar? It's 2021.
1: You made it. We get a brand new package of Mondays here from here on out. Mm-hmm. Brand These new.
0: Mondays are Fresh, they've got some twenty twenty one energy. I'm gonna, g- gonna make a bold prediction, Verbs. Listeners of this show will love Mondays even more in 2021 than in 2020. Which, I mean, gosh, 2020 had so much to offer you. I I, I know that's gonna be hard to to top, but um, I'm here for it. Verbs,
1: are you? I am definitely here. And uh, the good thing is, I know towards the end of 2021, we've kind of been jumping around a little bit as far as hosting on the show. So it's been a while that me and you have gotten an opportunity to tag team. So let's go. Mm -hmm.
0: I know this is exciting. Um, You know who would be here for it, but is literally not here for it is Courtney. And before (laughs) you turn that dial, ladies and gentlemen, Verbs and I are here for you. We're going to take care of you today. Courtney is taking care of somebody very special, a new member of the family that they've welcomed in, which is so exciting. So she's not with us today, but we are here. And Verbs, Courtney has famously said uh, in the interior of Michael Hyatt & Company that this season, the end of year, the new year, this is our sweet spot. This is our Super Bowl as a team. right? Because everyone's thinking about their new goals. Everyone's thinking new year, new me, best year ever, Michael Hyatt & Company, I am coming for you. And today, I think we should lean into that. let's Let's talk today about everyone who's thinking new goals how and let's talk about how we can help them today.
1: No, that's good, Blake. I think you know when you finish a year of goal setting, even when you had to shift and pivot a little bit on your goal setting efforts, um, you complete the goal, you feel exhilarated, but you're not quite sure what to do next. I mean, you know exactly where you Mm want to go, but you don't know how to get there, and that's a little bit about what we want to talk about today, because it seems like it's just so far away, you begin to doubt whether your goals are even possible, you feel uncertain, overwhelmed, and maybe even a little bit paralyzed, but you want to start making progress, but you don't know how. So let's dig into that a little bit on this episode. Blake, how can our listeners keep from getting stuck even before they start?
0: It's a great question. We all feel that high When we set a goal and then that kind of fizzles, you know, like the champagne bubbles after New Year's Eve, you know, it fizzles out, the bubbles go down and it's a new year and now you've got this goal. How do you keep from getting paralyzed? And what I would say at the top here, Verbs, is if you do feel overwhelmed by your goals or about getting started that is a very appropriate and healthy place to be. If you set your goal and you knew exactly what to do or how every step of the plan was going to work, right. that's a problem. That means that you're you're primed for not a lot of growth this year. So if you do feel a little bit in over your head, that's a good sign, not a bad sign.
1: Yeah. And I think too, once you kind of calculate or assess what it took to accomplish, those goals that were in that risky category which really most of our goals should kind of fall into that don't allow the time that it took and the energy to even further immobilize you going into these new goals that you're that you've set for 2021
0: verbs i think the key is once you set those big goals yes you will have to make a plan but if you if you're not sure how to get there sometimes making those plans is difficult or feels overwhelming just trying to plan it out and so what we have for you in today's episode are four simple questions to get you moving in the right direction, to, ge- to help you form a better plan for hitting your goals. So, Verbs, let's do it. Why don't you start us off and introduce the first question that people can ask to put a plan in motion to hit their goal.
1: Here we go, the first question that you would ask is what can I do today? What can I do today?
0: Verbs, did they ever say this uh, at your church where it's like, hey, God can't direct a parked car or something like that? (laughs) It feels like a really pastory thing, but essentially it is so much easier to make adjustments Mm -hmm. once you're in motion, right? It's really hard to make adjustments and improvements when you're parked. When you're trying to figure out the perfect way to attack something, it's paralyzing and it's kind of just a form of procrastination. So the key here is just to get started, as you said. Take that first step and build some momentum. Yeah, and
1: of course it does. I think it's worth noting that there is a certain amount of planning that goes into you thinking through how you wanna accomplish your goal, but you do get to that point to where, you can only plan so much before you actually get out there on the field and actually start making it happen.
0: Absolutely. So you may feel overwhelmed. I'll raise my hand here. I've set goals even this year where that's wow, this is big. I don't really know what to do. And if I don't know what the first step is because I'm too overwhelmed, well, I probably have to, you know, do this thing and do this. You're probably thinking too big. So when we say what can I do today? Literally just go as far back as you need to go. Even if that first step is just, I need to take 20 minutes to brainstorm. Mm, That's a, that's a starting place for me. A lot of times verbs is I'll go, I'll start just journaling with my goal and I go, okay, well, what's my goal? What do I need to, like, what would it take for that to happen what would it take for that to happen? What would it take for that to, ha- like, I'll just, like, keep going backwards, backwards, backwards. Sure. Until I figure out, oh, like, you know, like, let's say, for instance, oh, I want to be debt-free this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how to get debt-free. It's like, okay, well, let's just, uh, maybe I'll just start writing, just start journaling about it and figure out. And maybe the very first thing you need to know <laughs> to get debt-free is how much debt do I owe, right? right. So, the, the one right. thing you could do today is go, I'm going to look at my different creditors and figure out what the totals are, what the interest rate is for all those, just to get an assessment of where things are at. That's enough. That's that's called getting started, and it's enough to sort of get a
1: taste of momentum, I feel like. No, that's good. And it's kind of like uh, Newton's first law of motion, right? An object at rest stays at rest, and an object in motion stays in motion with the same speed and in the same direction unless acted upon by an unbalanced force. If you don't act, you don't go anywhere. You stay in the same location.
0: Mm, Took the words right out of my mouth. You know I'm a Newton guy. (laughs) Big time Newton guy over here. A Newtonite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So right now you're listening to this. And if you are currently operating a motor vehicle, um, take this advice with a grain of salt, but literally just stop procrastinating right now. Just think, what is one thing I can do? If your planner is nearby, jot that down. Or, you know, maybe that one thing will take less than two minutes. You know, if it's, oh, I need to check where my bank account is. Oh, I need to see what's happening on my calendar this weekend. Because what my first thing is, I need to schedule time with so-and-so, right? It, it literally, this action could take less than five minutes. Yeah. Big goals are accomplished in two-minute actions a lot of times. Just a succession of two-minute actions so often. So just think, you know, don't let yourself procrastinate any further. And the words of Nike, who, who, you know, it's famously also Newtonites. You know, Nike is known for this. Uh, Nike would say, "Just do it." They would
1: indeed, yeah. Mm -hmm. Can we say that on the show without having to pay
0: anything? (laughs) Yeah, the a royalty payment. I don't know. Don't tell. Just give this a five star review, everyone, and don't, but don't share this episode. Yeah. So, what's your first step for making the goal happen? That's question one. What
1: can you do today? Question number two. What are my next three steps? What are my next three steps? I actually like the fact that we are uh, enumerating those, so we don't just try to skid by with one step, but uh, but building upon those. So,
0: what are my next three steps? If Achieving your goal is like crossing the country. You, you know, you get in your car and you've got a long, long drive. The goal is the destination. And it can be tempting to think, I need to be able to see the entire path. Mm-hmm. Well, you that would be an impossible and completely unnecessary thing for driving across the country, right? Is, is being able to see the road. You, you literally couldn't. But you've got to have your headlights on. You got to have your headlights on to see just far enough down the road right. so you can see what's in your immediate trajectory forward. So a good smarter goal, as we teach it, is going to be in your discomfort zone. So you will not know how to get all the way there. Right. But it's helpful to put the headlights on. So think So think about it this way. What are the next three steps I could take that would get me closer to my goal? Just the next three steps. Uh, It's a manageable headlight distance number. Write those down. What are my next three steps for achieving that goal?
1: Yeah, and I think it's worth noting again that these three steps don't have to be something that is overwhelming, so large that to even think about it, you fall back into procrastination or, or putting that off. But three small steps, again, to get that momentum going. Your goal is you want to be in your discomfort zone But the steps to get there should be well within your comfort zone. And here's how you'll know that. If the next step feels too hard, then it's too big and you have to break it down.
0: Absolutely. It's it's steady incremental progress over time that's going to take you to those big goals, just like making a cross-country journey. If you are a listener to this podcast and have been for a while, you've probably heard us talk about our weekly preview process. It's maybe my personal favorite tool in the Full Focus Planner. But one of the outcomes of that is constructing a weekly big three. In other words, what are three objectives that are key this week to moving me towards completing a goal or a major project in my life? So if you don't have that habit instilled already, you may be discounting the power of this question, what are my next three steps? But I would encourage you, write down what are those next three steps And put at least one of those in a weekly big three this week, Mm -hmm. and you will feel alignment in your days, feeling like, hey, this day is actually important. This week is important. And, And even if I don't make, quote, huge progress, I did make the most important incremental progress. So along with this question, go back to a weekly preview, and every week you could actually refresh this question, put it on repeat each week. What are other steps that I could accomplish this week? to incrementally move me closer to my goal. So what's question the third, verbs?
1: All right, so question number three is, who can help me? Who can help me? Who can I put around me to best help me with continued success when it comes to accomplishing goals?
0: This is huge there is something that i've struggled with a lot in my life verbs which is asking for help and i think there's some belief let's let's just do some therapy with blake now come in everybody this is a safe space this is everyone wants to hear this somewhere i learned that accomplishing a goal is more valuable if i do it in a silo if i did it alone if i'm self-sufficient and somewhere along the line, I think, you know, as I've gotten more and more into the business world, into sales, I realized, you know, self-sufficiency is kind of a root of poverty mm-hmm. because if you're, if everyone was self-sufficient, no one would buy anything. And if no one's buying anything, if they don't need to pay for someone else's help, guess what? Everyone's broke. <laughs> Everybody's broke. If, if you yeah. could be self-sufficient in everything, right? So it, it was literally... If you want to be a good citizen, ladies and gentlemen, get over yourself. Ask for some help. You are not the first person to try to accomplish what you're trying to accomplish. I guarantee it.
1: This man, this is true. There's nothing new under the sun at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's that's good. Obviously, we don't want to surround ourselves with people of that mindset. But who would be some of the the prime? first draft picks that you would need for mm-hmm. your team in your corner to try to just support you during that process?
0: Well, first, you know, you want to see if you have Verbs' direct email address or sell. <laughs> you know, if you want, you, why not shoot for the man. top? You want to give that out to <laughs> our audience here? Maybe not. Maybe maybe that's in the show notes. Nick, take it. It's notes. in the
1: show notes.
0: Uh, it's 555, five, five, so you know it's real. <laughs> um, so, Verbs, I'll give a real-life example. So, yeah. I- Uh, At the end of 2020, I knew I had a sense for a really big goal I was going to set for myself in 2021. And I try to, when I'm setting goals, sometimes I'll try to stack them. In other words, if I can set a goal in the first quarter, that's going to help me do a goal in the third or fourth quarter, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And so what tends to happen in my first quarters is I'll set uh, income goals and or habit goals, because a lot of times that's a flywheel for moving other things forward. And so I had the sense for, okay, I really want to get aggressive with an income goal in 2021. And so where I went to first mentally was, who do I know that will not be impressed at all <laughs> at the size of my yeah. income goal? Yeah. like I want to find someone where it's like, oh yeah, Blake, yeah, that's easy. Or at least it is by my standards right? easy because I did that however long ago so actually at the end of 2020 my one of my fourth quarter goals was to find that mentor was to find that mentor and you know sometimes i think this so this person could be hey i don't know anyone personally but you may know someone who may know someone right if you have clarity on who you're looking for or someone that's already done it uh, is i guess one category of person you could ask for for help Right. And so even if you don't know someone personally, you probably know someone who may know someone.
1: No, for sure. And I think, you know, as you think through that, what you're trying to go for is someone who can give good solid advice, who has that wisdom of what you just mentioned, having done it and could help direct you from there. Or it might just be somebody, you know, there's lots of people that have um this gift of encouragement. So regardless of who you are or where you're trying to go, they just love encouraging people. It's in them to do so. Or it just may be somebody that you tag as an accountability, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a best friend, somebody, you know, who, again, is is not going to be impressed by with whatever you're trying to accomplish, but they know who you are. And they're they're in your corner regardless. And they'll call. They'll ask you the hard questions. They'll check in on you. But just a good, solid accountability person in your on your team as well.
0: I think that's really well said, Verbs. I think, just to be totally honest, my head almost always goes to the strategic and the tactical hmm. at maybe the expense of something that holds us back when we hit goals is just the emotional recovery of failure. Mm-hmm. Because on the way to – the the road to success is paved with failure, always. It's not yeah. – it's like the road to being strong is paved with lifting weights. You know, it's just like it's necessary. But for me, there's. I think I can underestimate. Like this happened in 2020, <laughs> where I'm like, oh, I feel so defeated. Yeah. And then I just talk to someone, and they're not an expert. I didn't pay them. They don't even know how to hit my goal, but they've just heard me. They've listened to me. They've encouraged me, and I'm like, oh yeah, that problem's not so big. And the thing is, I and again, I I think this is a weakness for me. I don't know if you're if you like you're better at this verbs, but when you hit a goal and you did it by yourself, or you just did it because you you took a course and you learned this and you did it, Mm -hmm. that's great. But how much more rewarding is it when there's other people on top of the mountain with you?
1: Sure. Who are
0: encouraging you. Like I love that you said, Hey, bring in your spouse or someone hold you accountable because that person, when you hit that goal, it's like, all right, you know, drinks are on me. Let's do it. (laughs) And if you're the only one at the bar, that's just a lonely scene. (laughs) <laughs> no, I think, I think you're
1: right, and I think in another important another important note here, and I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it is, hopefully, you would know what you respond to best, is in regards to encouragement or advice or or you know accountability. So mm-hmm. it's gonna fall somewhere between like the drill sergeant. And on the other end of the spectrum, just the person that's like an enabler as far as, yeah, it's on your team. So figuring out how you're going to respond best. Some people may not, there might be some people to respond well to the drill sergeant sort of approach. Um, But figuring out where in that spectrum you follow and then kind of use that as a template to design your team um, and, and how they can help you best based on how you respond as you approach your goals. Moving along to question number four, how can I keep my goals visible? How can I keep my goals visible? I know a lot of people, and I know you've mentioned before, Blake, that a lot of people try to just write their goals down or keep them on a, a device, a phone, or an iPad or a tablet, what have you. Um, but that might not necessarily be the right way for everyone. But how can we keep our goals visible and why is that even important?
0: Yeah, this is a great question. What I'll say is I don't totally understand the brain science of it, but I do understand the results of it. I can know something in my head, but Mm -hmm. my results are better when I see it every day. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's just, it's weird. Like, I I know there's brain science about it. I know that there's real, (laughs) real reasons or whatever, but we can know stuff. But there's something about... I was listening to someone talk about this and what they did, they literally, you know, will write their goals down on a card, laminate it, keep it in their pocket. And like when they, it's almost the tactile, they feel the card in their pocket and it's, it's like jogging their memory towards it. Me personally, I'll write down goals in my planner. I'll write down my daily big three in my planner. And I, you know, it's not a goal, but the daily big three is kind of a mini goal for your day. Sure. When I leave my planner open on my desk, I've gotten so used to doing this, I don't even realize how big a deal it is. But it helps me keep, you know, keep focus is almost this built in, like, all oh, right, that's my big three. I'm I'm I don't know why I'm on Slack right now. I don't need to be. I I went the other day, I, I forgot my planner at home and I didn't have it open on my desk. It was one of the worst focus days ever. And I was like, Why? <laughs> like I know what I have to do. Yeah. I don't understand why verbs. Yeah, but you know what? When you have when you have something visible, it makes a difference
1: in your results. It is true. And even at some days, on some days you'll try to convince yourself otherwise that you're okay. You know, like, you know it's fine. I know what I got to do. And just for the fact that you didn't do that extra step of either opening your planner or looking at that goal card, you'll slip right back into not being aware of what you actually wrote. And then once again, no visibility and you, you, you take a couple of steps back, it feels like when that happens.
0: There's something to optimizing your brain power. If you think about it that Mm -hmm. way, I think this sort of a lot like with the whole, you know, oh, I'll put a note card up or whatever. My fear is like if my goals are that visible, I don't want them to be like super visible to other people. Like I'm kind of private about stuff like that or embarrassed about, oh, someone sees my goal. But something that sort of changed my mind about this was just thinking, how can I have an edge? How can I make hitting my goals easier? How can I make hitting my potential a more likely outcome? Sure, And a big part of that is just working with hacks and, and brain science and stuff like that and reserving your brain for actual, you know, powerful creativity rather than actually using even if it's a percentage of your brain that's trying to remember what your goal is, you know, I, I don't know if you yeah. ever think about stuff like that, but to me, that's one of the reasons posting the goal up or what I'll do, like kind of my favorite way for this is I have a, a separate document that i will review as part of my workday startup so you know in my workday startup i'm looking at my weekly big threes and my daily big three checking my email i have a document that has like my goals but also is kind of a vision document for my life i mean it's not you know but i just sort of i look at that and it's sort of just like a reminder in the morning
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i'll even you know this is getting really real but like i'll even put photos of like some of the lifestyle outcomes that I'm expecting or wanting to see. And almost the visual of that, just like you see someone on, you know, you're scrolling through Instagram. If you've ever done this, I've never done it. I'm sure, you know, Courtney said that she (laughs) struggles with this, not me. Sure. Um, But like you scroll through Instagram and someone's like, you know, doing something cool and you're like, oh man, that'd be cool. And then you just feel like tired and kind of like bad after scrolling through Instagram. Like it's not really rejuvenating. Yeah. It's the opposite effect when you review your goal. You know, you're kind of scrolling through, oh, this is what my goals are. This is yeah, what it's yeah, going to yeah, yeah. feel like. This is some a photo of what that might be or a reward that I'm expecting. It's almost like the the opposite, the anti-Instagram scroll is that visibility yeah. scroll of
1: your goal outcomes. Just kind of turn it into a visualization kind of mm-hmm. exercise to keep it, keep it going. No, that's good. And I think uh, one of the things... That Michael often says as well is, you know, goals fall into that category of out of sight, out of mind, mm. and so to keep those at top of mind, you know, there's a few things that we actually could do and implement. Um, one of the ones that you just mentioned is, you know, creating some sort of vision board behind your goals and what they may look like, attaching to photos and pictures. Um, a lot of folks like to post their goals somewhere that they'll see them, whether it's by their desk, a uh, bathroom mirror, by your coffee pot, or just somewhere that you know you'll be during the course of the day frequently. Or even add reviewing your goals to an existing daily habit, such as your workday startup or your shutdown. Um, Another thing you can do is just schedule time to review your goals and the progress that you've made towards them. And you can do this by using the weekly preview tool in the uh, the Full Focus Planner as well. I think these are all great ideas. Um,
0: Give us, you know, for the person that, you know, got distracted on the treadmill midway through here, give us a quick summary. What are the four questions? If someone's feeling overwhelmed right now about their big goals, what questions can they ask themselves to spark their creativity and get some
1: forward motion? Sure. So the good news is you don't have to let uncertainty stall your goal achievement. You can turn your goals into action by answering four questions that we talked about today. One, what can I do today? Two, what are my next three steps Question number three, who can help me? And question number four, how can I keep my goals visible? Blake, you have any final thoughts for our focus on this listeners?
0: Verbs, my final thought is connected to, I think probably most connected to that last question of visibility, but it's about reconnecting with desire. I think that's part of the help of keeping your goals visible is it reconnects you to desire. And in my experience, my greatest creative breakthroughs come towards things that I am very passionate about, where I'm, where my desire muscle is like really strong. Mm -hmm. And so my final thought, if you're listening to this and and you're struggling to, to get some of those creative ideas is yeah, keep your goal visible, rewrite it if you have to, But ask yourself this question, what will my life look like? Maybe even look at the goal detail pages, look at the different life domains, come through those life domains and go, what life domains will be affected when I hit that goal? And what will that look like? If you're not excited when you're journaling about that, then your goal is too small. But if, if when you're, I did this the other day and I felt like I could rip a tree from the ground. I was like so focused, so excited, (laughs) so excited. Right. And ideas started coming to me because it's, your brain is so powerful. You're listening. Even if you fell short in 2020, your brain is so much more powerful than you probably realize. Mm -hmm. And it will come up with awesome creative ideas, but it's waiting for you to cue it up with desire. And so I, if you're stuck, if you're not feeling it, get out you know a pen or in, a, in a, one of our journals or just in your own journaling app whatever you use and write down what will hitting this goal make possible and what will my life look like because just by writing that down all of a sudden you're not fig- you're you're taking your brain away from how uh, you know like this is impossible how can i fix this mm-hmm. and you're just putting your focus on wow what's going to be possible once i do fix this sure and it's, it's wild how that will affect your creativity. So that's a little bonus tip from the archives of my experimentation with trying to hit really big goals.
1: What do you think about that, Verbs? you like that? I like it. I like it. I think um, the other thing I, I guess I would tag along with that is, you know, in that exercise, don't be afraid or guilty of going there. You know, hey, what could be possible? It may be something well beyond what you felt like you were able to do, but just getting your... Your brain to think on that plateau is gonna be helpful for your whole your whole process and setting these goals and even knocking out those little next steps. it's gonna help you get closer to your goals. So that's good stuff, man.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us in a new year it's brand a new, new year, but it's the same focus on this. It's the same. Monday morning, productive, energy, awesome podcast that you are committed to leaving a five-star review for. That's what, that's what we are.
1: <laughs> and I'll add that this is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please be sure to share it with your friends and remember to use the hashtag, focus on this podcast.
0: We'll be here next week with yet another great episode for you as you kick off this year. But until then, happy new year and... Stay
1: focused. focused. Are you going to close it from there if you do that? Because I think it's attached to the close.
0: Maybe I was going to force the final thought to you. I don't know. I don't know what's happening in this episode, Verbs. Courtney's not here. I'm just breaking all the rules.
1: I'm telling you, man. She leaves. It all goes downhill. (laughs) Thank goodness for
0: Nick. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our Full Focus Planner annual subscriptions. Get a year's supply of Full Focus Planners to power a year of achievement at fullfocusplanner.com.